following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome into this update edition of Main Street Sports. Today, we'll be joined by the Wilson Post Sports Editor, Tommy Bryan, talk a little love to basketball. Also, Teresa Walker will join us to talk a little SEC men's tournament action, plus a little MLB talks, wild and wacky Wednesday, and more on this hump day edition of Main Street Sports Today. Now, to the Hall of Famer and Sports Writer of the Year and the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, here's Mo and Chris. Welcome into this wild and wacky edition of Main Street Sports today. Glad to have you with us here as the weather has certainly gotten better in the last eight hours. Thank goodness. So it's still a little chilly out there, but it's actually tolerable because the sun's out, and I'll right. take that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, that was the worst thing about yesterday. It wasn't so much the cold. It was just the gray. Yeah. Everything Ugh. about yesterday's yeah. weather was just bleh. Could have been worse. Could have been raining. Could have been, but luckily it wasn't. Yeah. Hope you guys are having a wonderful week. When we get done with this, you'll be on the wrong side of it, on the back side of your Work week. I'd say that's the right side of it. Well, it depends. And for us, finally, we actually get a little break. Normally, the the backside of the week is the tougher part of the week for us. <laughs> so definitely a little different this week. It is. It's it's nice. JP, we we have had a suggestion of putting a picture of Mo sleeping in the paper because yeah. it will be the first time that he's done so in quite a while. I, uh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. So, <laughs> no, it's not. Proof that it does exist. Uh, Sleeping does exist for one Mo Patton. Yeah, it's it's rare, but it does happen mm-hmm. on occasion. Man, what a great show we've got lined up. We're going to talk to Tommy Brown about uh, that Lebanon Independence game that took place on Monday. Uh, We'll also talk about some NFL QBs uh, continuing to remain on the move. So that's exciting. The Titans, big big deal for Harold Landry and the Titans. We'll get into that. We'll talk about Major League Baseball, some college basketball. We've got Teresa Walker going to join us, and she's going to talk a little bit about some college basketball as well. And of course, it's Wild and Wacky Wednesday, so all of that is coming up. But before we get into any of it, we have to give you um, – some results, some from yesterday, a couple from today, and, and more on The Rundown. Is The Rundown. In high school girls basketball action, state tournament over at MTSU's Murphy Center. Class 2A quarterfinals, these were all yesterday. Gatlinburg Pittman defeated Scotts Hill 68-32. It was York Institute 53, Gibson County 50. Alcoa with a 47-38 win over Westmoreland, and Westview defeated Decatur County Riverside 55-29. In 3A action yesterday, it was Page defeating Dyer County 52-38, Jackson Southside 62, Greenville 54, 
Today, this morning, we had Upperman defeating Elizabethton 59-42. So the Lady Bees advance as well as Creekwood with a 43-40 win over Fayette Ware and had to hold off Fayette Ware after getting up. It was 29-16 at the half. And then Fayette Ware made a comeback. So anyway. Okay. In softball action, college softball action on Tuesday, 18th ranked Tennessee with a 9-1 win over Austin P. NCAA baseball action, Tennessee and James Madison were tied at 7-7. That's 10th ranked Tennessee and James Madison when that game was suspended. I assume for rain or weather or something. Or, or curfew. I don't know. I mean, kids got to study. Yeah, and 14 runs. I don't even know what inning they were in. Yeah. It didn't say. NHL action last night, the Predators with a 2-1 win over Dallas. Much needed. Um, NBA, the Grizzlies defeated New Orleans 132-111. to 111. Three ones, not two. <laughs> Today's action continues at the Murphy Center as currently Beach and Arlington. Hey, Arlington, they're in the tournament. Sorry. <laughs> Unlike last year, Arlington and Beach are currently playing right now. Beach leading 34-33. Blackman and Bearden take the floor at 245. It's Cookville and Oakland at 430. And Farragut Rossview at 6 o'clock. And an NCAA tournament action tonight. Uh, Georgia and Vanderbilt will be a 7 o'clock tip on the SEC Network. And... Ole Miss, Missouri is at five, so mm. also on the SEC network. And that's going to do it for today's rundown. So uh, just as an aside, if if you haven't been listening to this show for a while, if you missed last year, <laughs> Arlington's <laughs> girls were man, disqualified. <laughs> From the state tournament uh, in the sectional round, before the sectional before round. Before the sectional round. And yeah. so they did not get a chance to play for a trip to the Murphy Center. And so their appearance this year is, you know, exciting, I'm sure, for, for that team. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's a uh, – They they would probably just as soon not be reminded of last year, Chris. Well, so they're They're busy. They're not listening to us. <laughs> They're watching a ball game right now, so <laughs> good good as time of good of a time as any to, to talk it. about it. There we go. <laughs> the SEC basketball tournament starts today, and that is our opening tip. Want to talk about Ole Miss and Missouri? The fact that Ole Miss, poor Kermit Davis, man, really thought they were going to have a good year and ended up playing on day one of the SEC tournament. That is not where you want to be. It's not where you want to be. This league is really deep. There's an article on Main Street Nashville referring to this tournament and just how how deep the SEC is this year in particular. Um, and, you know, that this conference never waits for anybody under any circumstance. But it's been particularly tough this year. I mean, we've talked about the fact that the top four seeds combined to lose one home game 
this year. And that one loss was to a team who is also playing today. Today on day one of the SEC tournament, which just tells you how wacky this conference is. It Again, um, truly is. You know, I'm. I'll be shocked if it's two top four seeds in the finals on Sunday. Yeah, I, I, I don't know who the spoiler is going to be, but I, I don't know that it'll be two top fours. It absolutely – I would not be surprised to see an Alabama or, you know, perhaps even Florida, you know, make a run. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't surprise me at all to see something like that. LSU is outside the top four, and, of course, they're in a – LSU's got issues. They've got issues today. They've got issues. So <laughs> – Got that that MOA from at, at some point today, tomorrow, we'll talk about Will Wade's future at, at LSU. Uh, and you know what I mean? It, he made it through the last time. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of a Teflon the Teflon Don down there in Baton Rouge. I mean, <laughs> nothing seems to stick to the FRA grad. So uh, it's it's wild, man. All right, let's take a break and bring in Tommy Bryan of Main Street Preps, the Wilson Post sports editor. On the other side of the break, he's got plenty to talk about, I'm sure. And so I'm looking forward to it. Come back with us. Tommy Bryan joins us on the other side of Main Street Sports today. Folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck, yes. That'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Welcome back in to Main Street Sports today. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, JP Plant on the controls. Time to talk a little high school hoops. 
as we like to do here on this show quite often, almost every day. So seems to be the time of year to do it. it if if you're not going to do it now, when when, when? Else if would not you, now, when if yeah. not now, when exactly? So to do that, we'll bring in, I guess, on top of being the Wilson Post sports editor and also TSWA Hall of Famer. He's the voice of the Blue Devils, Tommy Bryan, out in Lebanon today. Tommy, what's going on, man? Hey, guys. Just uh, clearing out the phone between uh, coaches and sports information directors and graphic designers, uh, carving out a little piece of time for you two guys. Well, man, we sure do appreciate you doing so. Um, The Blue Devils coming off of that region – 5-4-8 championship win over previously unbeaten Beach on Thursday night. Continued their role in Monday sectional with a um, 65-57 win over visiting Independence, ending the Eagles season and propelling themselves into a state quarterfinal matchup with Clarksville next Wednesday. It'll be the late game over at MTSU on Wednesday tip-off is at 545 and um tommy what are your thoughts about the blue devils prospects as they get to the final eight that they're playing well mo and as you well know i'd rather be hot than be good Uh, they're a mixture of both they've won five in a row to this point the last game they lost was at oakland in the uh regular season finale they've uh they've been battle tested they've had a couple of uh overtime victories over a a tough-as-nails Green Hill basketball team. The win over Beach, they were down seven with four minutes to go and came roaring back to win that one. Uh, uh, Independence, they got down early. Uh, Lebanon likes to play a little 1-2-2 big man zone. They they put uh, Jared Hall and uh, Yarn Alexander out at the point of that uh, defense and use that <laughs> wingspan. And they've got Jalen Abston, uh, quarterback extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's the power forward in that lineup, and he kind of anchors the bottom. And uh, they did that against Independence, and Jet Montgomery and the Reese kid almost shot him out of the gym. Uh Jet Montgomery, they say he's five eleven. He's five eight, but he has no, he has no. He's got. What's the best way to put this? He will shoot it anywhere, anytime. He, there are no restraints on that kid, and he hit a couple that should have been worth four points. Well, Lebanon at the tail end of the first quarter uh, switches to man. And with that wingspan and length that they have and the athleticism, they they pretty much control the rest of the basketball game against a really good uh, independence team. And, and I think that's the way they're going to probably have to play against Clarksville. They'll have a mix of zone and man. They, they like to start out in the zone. Uh, that, that gives them a, a pretty good advantage rebounding. Uh but Jared Hall, the six-eight junior, who's being looked at by everybody, he's got grades. He can leap. He was a junior high point guard, and then went through an incredible growth spurt. Uh, he's he's kind of the man. He had eighteen rebounds in the game against Beach in the region finals. 
he had, uh, uh, I want to say he had uh, 16.8 rebounds against Independence, and he had six dunks in that game. Five finished off uh, the press offense, and one, the ball's just loose down on the floor, and he just picked it up and goes up and two hands the thing right underneath the basket. <laughs> uh, uh, Alexander is a kid who is six uh, six. He's a senior, uh, has the ability to shoot the basketball, can handle it. Depending upon the matchup, they'll run him inside. They'll let him stay outside. Um, their their point guard, I think, vastly underrated senior Rolando Dowell uh, can attack the basket, can shoot it, uh, has mastered the shot of the little floater uh, in the paint or attacking from the corner. Uh, he's a distributor, and then kind of the X factor in that lineup is. Uh, the off guard, a kid named Wyatt Bowling, left-handed junior, who attacks a basket like crazy, uh, can run, can run the floor, is a is a very good defender. They they their their rotation has pared down, and you know how it is in tournament time. Uh, you'll pare that lineup down. They're playing about seven kids now. They got a kid named Bryce Nizik who comes off the bench as a shooter. And they've got an offensive lineman named Aiden Donald, who's about 6'4", 240, who, who runs well. And every game he seems to do something a little bit more basketball-like than you have seen him do before, other than just go in there and be Fred Flintstone and knock people all around and that sort of thing. So uh, I understand mm-hmm. Clarksville is a athletic Team, not very tall, but you know they put five or six guys out there who can all play the game. I, I'm looking forward to a really good basketball game. Speaking with Tommy Bryan, sports editor of the Wilson Post here on Main Street Sports today. Um, Tommy, you mentioned the the six four two forty kid coming off the bench, Rolando, Rolando Dowell. He's a football guy as well, is he not? No, uh, Dowell is not. Aiden Donald okay. is. Okay. Donald. Okay. Donald is the uh, is the tackle. Who comes in and plays, and uh, he his, you know, he's he's a football player. He's got offers right now as a junior from Tennessee Tech and Austin P and uh, TSU and some places like that. And, that seems and, good. And he's a kid who could probably he could probably put about twenty or thirty more pounds on his frame and handle it pretty easily. But out there on the basketball court, they, the bodies go flying around when he's out there. <laughs> Well, we we like those dual sports guys. So, um, but Tommy, in this day and time, around here locally, you don't find a whole lot of height like Alexander and and Hall. I mean, six six and six eight on the same team. I imagine that causes a lot of folks a lot of problems, just because that there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of height around here traditionally. Well, when teams play man, uh, there are some matchup problems out there. And if, if they have a big who can match up with uh, Jared Hall, Jared has the ability to run out behind the arc to shoot it or to put it on the floor and attack the basket if they clear out. Alexander at, uh, at 6'6", six, six is, uh, again, he plays the point on that one, two, two, uh, on that one, two, two zone defense. Uh, it's tough to go guard to guard passing the basketball against those guys. And then uh, uh, Jalen Abson, 
the quarterback at Lebanon, who uh, is the power forward, um, he benefits quite a bit from some of those mismatches. And uh, if you don't have a body to put on him, he'll take that thing in there and score and get rebounds. So they they are not a sit-on-the-post-throw-me-the-ball kind of big-oriented team, but they use their size uh, to hopefully create mismatches in their pick-and-roll game. And it, it has been fun to watch the way Jim McDowell in his 11th year as head coach at Lebanon High has, uh, has crafted this bunch. First trip to the state for Lebanon since 2000. They had 3,000 people in the gym Monday night, the first night of spring break, and the band was out of town in San Antonio playing in a festival down there. The, the place was full. All the kids were down there filled up uh, one end of the floor. It was uh, the place only seats twenty four hundred, and they had three thousand in there. If they had a single one, I, I saw some pictures of yeah. it, and man, it was absolutely just jam packed in there. Lebanon set to take on Clarksville at five forty five next Wednesday. Of course, that is at Middle Tennessee State at the Murphy Center, the Glass House, if you will. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, looking at this bracket. Again, Lebanon-Clarksville is the final game of the 4A quarterfinals. Right before that, um, Alabama signee Brandon Miller and Kane Ridge takes on Bearden. In the earlier games on Wednesday, it's Bartlett and Beach. And hearing a lot out of Memphis about Bartlett, um, mm-hmm. there are folks that seem to think they're the favorite. I think around here locally, some folk, unless you're in Lebanon, folks <laughs> seem to think the Kane Ridge may be the favorite. But um, Tommy navigating this bracket – Again, going to be a challenge once you get past Clarksville on Wednesday. Tommy? Well, we lost Tommy. Uh, Tommy? We'll see if I can get him back over the next couple of moments, so stand by, guys. We are scheduled to have Cane Ridge coach Marlon Sims on tomorrow in Coach's Corner. Looking forward to that. But um, the one thing that I wanted to mention, and I'll mention it again tomorrow, again, Brandon Miller, the Alabama signee, leads his Cane Ridge team. But they are more than that. And I'm excited to hear – They got a couple too. uh I'm excited to hear Coach Sims talk about the rest of that Ravens squad heading into next week. Any any luck? Currently – Currently, Beach leading Arlington with 218 to go, 53-50. Yeah, and – A tight one. Not just a tight one, but Beach, this would be a little bit of an upset, I think. Uh, I really feel like this would be a bit of an upset. So, that's interesting. And here's the thing is, you know, Lebanon would meet Kane Ridge in in the semifinals. semifinals. Or or Bearden. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm speaking as if Kane Ridge is the favorite here. Okay. As we – Tend to mm-hmm. probably believe, but yeah. Lebanon would face uh, would if they were to face Cambridge, it would be in the semifinals, and then could potentially see Beach again in the finals, mm. which would be interesting. That would be interesting. So, I'd, I'd really like to see that that Lebanon Cane Ridge game should that come off. So, you guys, let's need hope to it keep, does. You guys need to keep that in mind. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll we, have. We to, may have to take the show on the road. <laughs> Friday. <laughs> Take the show on the road. We've we've done it plenty of times. We have. We yeah. have. With 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 varied success. 
<laughs> there's internet there at least all right let's uh i hate that we didn't get to uh to keep tommy because i wanted to ask him have you seen this story from larry woody that football may be i the have Nashville seen Super that Speedway? story from larry woody in fact we probably need to talk about that off air good yeah. i'm excited because i thought I, with tommy's connection to nss i thought you know, we'll ask him about it anyway so anyway Let's take a break. Speaking of football, we'll talk about some football on the other side. So stick around on Main Street Sports today. Folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Welcome back in to Main Street Sports today. I have no idea how much time is left in this Beach Arlington <laughs> game, but Beach leads at 57-50, and I think they're shooting free throws, so I'm guessing uh, that it's it's closer to the end than 240, considering there was 218 left a while back. So, I don't know. All I know is Beach is winning. Hate that we missed Tommy. Uh, yeah. There is some interesting news out there in the Wilson County, Lebanon world involving yeah, the in Super the, Speedway. The Gladeville world. Yeah. More specifically. Well, more specifically yeah. Gladeville. Um, so, yeah. Want to... Wanted to talk to him about that, but perhaps if you are interested in what's going on at the Super Speedway, we will be able to inform you here 
very soon. Again, later this show, we have Teresa Walker joining us. Tomorrow, we'll have Marlon Sims of Cane Ridge and Heather Williams, WCYB TV, who will join us and talk a little NASCAR, speaking of super speedways. Uh, so, yeah. That's, that's where Nashville Super Speedway got their idea from. Exactly. So. Um, well, they own that mm-hmm. facility now. Right, right. So, Speedway Inc. owns the Nashville Super Speedway now anyway. So, mm-hmm. anyway, let's talk a little football mode because – News breaking all day long. Quarterbacks going everywhere. You know, if you're a quarterback in the NFL right now. Not named Ron Tannehill? Yeah, I, I think so. Then then you might be wanting to check out realtors. <laughs> Who's ne- Is Matt Ryan next? There is talk of such, but I'm telling you, man. I mean, a lot of people will tell you that that there are not 32 QB1 caliber quarterbacks in the National Football League. I'm one of those people who will tell you that. And so, if you've got one, you might want to keep I'm not them. sure that trading them is the best thing. Especially when you don't get anything back but picks. But and here's the thing, in this particular situation that we're getting ready to discuss, and I guess we should probably discuss it first, but I got a question. All right. Carson Wentz has been traded. He will head to the Washington Commander C- Commanders. Commanders. Not, not commandos. Com- I'm gonna not mess Commodores. Up. I'm gonna mess up commandos. Commanders. The Washington Commanders. <laughs> and it appears they're going to get a, a slew of picks back, which is not not as many as Seattle got back, but a no, pretty good bunch. No, but they'll get at least two third rounders and and maybe something some some other things. One but, of those is a conditional. I think it can go to a second rounder if Wentz plays seventy percent of the offensive plays or something like that. Kind of like they lost their mm-hmm. first round pick because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but same question here. Where do they go? Where do the Colts go? I don't know where the Colts go. I have a thought, but let's get to your question first. Bluntly put, is Carson Wentz and up? And I didn't see a whole lot of Washington football, but I know Taylor Heineke played a lot. Is Carson Wentz an upgrade? It depends mm-hmm. which, Carson, which Carson Wentz, Wentz you, you get. get. Mm-hmm. I mean, good Carson, bad Carson. <laughs> and consistency probably Heineke is the better quarterback yeah I mean but potential yeah I guess Wentz probably has a higher ceiling but how often does he reach it uh, and for for a team like Washington to make that move well I mean what else you got at least Indianapolis had some help I mean Jonathan Taylor was Without Jonathan Taylor, Carson Wentz would have been nothing last year. Would oh, have no. been awful. No. So you have traded away a quarter. So so maybe what they're thinking is we can get rid of the cap space. We can get some picks back, and we can't get worse <laughs> because we still got Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Worse comes to worse, we just turn and hand it off thirty five times. It's ain't the worst thing that could happen. Zach Hicks, lead analyst for SI Colts. Mm-hmm. 
tweets, going to throw this back out there now. The Colts really did like a certain, a certain quarterback last offseason and were planning on trading for him before the Wentz deal became a thing. The most realistic option is for a rookie and this quarterback. Do you know who that quarterback is? This quarterback is Marcus Mariota. That quarterback is Marcus Mariota. Could you imagine? Man, him rolling in here once a year or rolling in here next year with the horseshoe on his head. The meltdown of Titans fans would be one of epic proportions. What what if he came in here and won? Oh, it would be over. (sighs) We'd burn the city. (laughs) I mean, seriously. Oh, oh, I just don't think that's what you want if you're a Titan Uh, supporter. (laughs) You don't want to see Marcus Mariota in another uniform in your In 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 Nissan or what? Is it Nissan? It's still Nissan Nissan for now. Okay, cool. (laughs) In LP Field. Adelphia Adelphia Coliseum. (laughs) This... That would be interesting, to say the least. Carson Wentz in Washington, I don't really care at this point. Like, good for him. Go do your thing. Uh, he's- it's like a friend of mine um, responded to my tweet to that effect. You know, she's a Cowboys fan, so so she likes to see NFC East folks. Do stupid stuff? Mm-hmm. To hurt exactly. the team? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And rumors... Seattle is exploring options for Deshaun Watson. Until he is traded, those rumors, you know, they're going to be rumors. Because I think Washington was Until he's traded or. Or leaves the league. <laughs> yeah. I think Washington was supposedly exploring. They were. That as well. So you've got here. Here's what you have right now. You've got Seattle, who has no quarterback. No. You have Pittsburgh, who has no quarterback. Uh, Mason Randolph. Uh, Mason Rudolph. Rudolph. Uh, no, I don't think. So. I, I don't think he is an option. The New York Giants are exploring Mitch Trubisky, which means they clearly don't have very much faith in Daniel Jones. Because if you're asking for Mitch Trubisky, come on. Which kind of vindicates the Buffalo offensive coordinator or whoever it was that wouldn't come to the Giants with Brian DeBold because he didn't want to work with Daniel Jones. Exactly. No. Th- no. <laughs> no, I'm good. No. I, I like I, this I, other guy better. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I, again, will tell you that at any given point in time, there are 14 to 15 people in the entire world who can play NFL quarterback at a high level. Hmm? So you've got a bunch is, of teams. Is, is is one of those in Nashville? I think yes. Okay. Ryan Tannehill is one of the fifteen people in the world who can play NFL quarterback at a high level. If you've got one of those guys, you got to keep them. Atlanta, unless you're Seattle, apparently. Seattle is in a full rebuild. They 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 let their well, and that's you know that's kind of fascinating considering you got a seventy year old coach. <laughs> It really is, I, and I think I think this is what the deal I mean. Is. The, you know, what's the saying? This guy doesn't even buy unripe bananas, you know. My I mean, my granddad would answer the telephone when telemarketers called and said, "Buddy, at my age, I don't buy a green banana at the store anymore." Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> maybe this is 
Pete Carroll working through the rebuild as a general manager type or just kind of as a placeholder. Or maybe they got enough draft picks in that trade they got and enough other collateral that they feel like they can make another deal for a quarterback with somebody else who's well, they just ready to give a, one of those top 15 away. They dumped a bunch of cap space letting uh, Bobby Wagner Bobby Wagner go. Mm-hmm. So now you're in a position I mean, where you can be buyers if you want to be. Well, if they're not in full rebuild, they're doing a pretty darn good imitation of it. <laughs> Competitive rebuild <Yeah. laughs> like the Predators. Yeah. I, and they very well could be. They could be in a situation where, you know, they want to just they they want to build the defense and hope your offense is good enough with whomever is your quarterback option. I tell you what, though. Again, I mentioned this yesterday. If 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 I'm DK Metcalf, if I'm Tyler Hockett, mm-hmm. you know, if, if I'm those guys, I'm I'm not terribly happy right now. Just remember. Now I understand that they just let Wagner go. Don't get me wrong. I get that. Mm-hmm. But if they're building a defense and that's what they want to build it on, that's perfectly fine. It works in the NFL. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. Brad Johnson won a Super Bowl. <laughs> it can be done with a guy like Drew Locke if necessary. But can't – I don't know that it can be done with a guy like Drew Locke because Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson were veterans – They kind of knew their game. They knew who they were and who they weren't. I'm not sure that Drew Locke has necessarily gained that knowledge. And those guys – Maybe he has now. (laughs) (laughs) If he hadn't hadn't before yesterday, maybe he has now, yeah. Um, Those guys were okay with being game managers. managers. And I'm not sure that Drew Locke is there. Yeah, maybe not. You know? Those guys knew that their their thing was don't lose a game for us. Yeah. Don't turn it over. Just don't do stupid stuff to hurt Start the team. The team. <laughs> Real quick, we got a couple minutes left. Tennessee Titans failed to tag Harold Landry because <laughs> they were going to give him $87.5 million. For five years. So they have locked up Harold Landry at least for as long as Bud Dupree is going to be in town. That, that math is what, 17.5 a year? Sure. I have no idea. Pretty sure. That's it's pretty it close. Is. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And that's what he wanted. That's mm-hmm. what they were going to pay him either I, way. I don't, know, I don't know why they had to go through the dramatics of saying, we're not going to tag him. And then hours later say, oh, by the way, <laughs> we're, we're going to do a new deal with him. Um, I think pulling some that, – that, that's some PR stuff, you know, trying to trying to get into the – if you don't tag him, then you sign him, you have a six-hour media window, whereas if you, ju- if you just sign him, do you one or a, the other, yeah. you get two hours of a media window. Wow. So, I, I mean, you know, that's kind of Mil- stuff. Milking it, huh? Milk it. Milk it for all you can. So, anyway, Harold Landry. Coming back five years, eighty-seven and a half million with the Titans. This should be this defensive front is locked up, locked, loaded, ready to go. As long as we have a quarterback who 
has vowed to never play that way again. Speaking of his performance against Cincinnati. Told told J-Rob, I promise you I will never play that poorly again. So, perhaps Ryan Tannehill has realized he is, in fact, a game manager. I don't know that he is. I don't either. I'm just being... Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting. That offense is going to be fun. I I hope he can live up to that vow. I hope he can too. Absolutely. All right, let's take a quick break because it is halftime and... I don't know if you guys have seen this story on The Athletic regarding winning time. And it's interesting. So, have you guys watched it? I have not. Okay. Well, I'll tell you about it on the other side. Tell us. It's halftime. Come back. <laughs> okay. 